This episode is brought to you in part by Thomas Nelson, publisher of The Joy Challenge. Discover the ancient secret to experiencing worry-defeating, circumstance-defying happiness. Written by pastor and best-selling author Randy Frazee and is available everywhere audiobooks are sold. Welcome to Theology Q&A, powered by The Witness, a Black Christian Collective, and I'm your host, Pastor Aaron. In our introduction, I took a few moments to explain and lay out our goal. And now I want to take the opportunity to speak to our method. We're talking about questions and answers from a theological perspective. But what exactly does that mean? It's very important that we're plain about where we're going to seek our answers and being unapologetic about the fact that we go to sacred scripture. We go to the Bible to seek our answers. But why is that so important? Why should we seek our answers from the Bible? What does it matter? Is it really that big of a deal? Well, yes. Yes, it is. And the reason that it's a big deal, the reason that going to God's Word is of the utmost importance is because God's Word is God's revelation of Himself. What we should desire, what we should always strive for, is to seek God's perspective, not our perspective, not trends, not the opinions of man, not the latest talking head, but God's perspective. Why? Why is that? Well, God is the ultimate reality. God is the creator of heaven and earth. God is the source and fountain of all truth. And so if we're seeking answers to our questions, in essence, what we're seeking is truth. And God's word is truth. Now, Proverbs chapter 1 verse 7 says that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. And I want to take some time to deal with that passage because it's going to set the tone for this entire podcast, every episode that we do. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. This is where knowledge and wisdom begins. Knowledge and wisdom does not begin with us. Knowledge and wisdom begins with God himself. But what does it mean to fear the Lord? Does it mean that we're just simply afraid of him? Does it mean that we are to cower in his presence dreadfully? No. We see many examples throughout redemptive history as recorded in Scripture, where the fear of the Lord is beginning to understand how great and how awesome, how mighty, how holy He is, how pure and glorious He is. 
And when our understanding is opened up, when our perspectives are illuminated to begin to comprehend who God is, then that leads to a very healthy and right perspective as to who we are. Simply put, we begin to recognize God is pure and we're not. God is complete and we're not. God is absolutely light and in him is no darkness and we're not like that. And this doesn't necessarily lead to simple dread, although there is an aspect that we understand that as the creator, as the almighty sustainer of the universe who holds our destinies in his hands. Yes, there is a definite, uh, definitely a healthy, healthy level of trepidation with that, that he is not to be trifled with. He is not to be mocked. He's not to be tested. But beyond that, God is also merciful. He is also compassionate. He is loving and he is faithful. And one of the aspects concerning God's nature and character, or or maybe not aspect is the right word, our response, right? In terms of our response to who the Lord is. And I don't believe we live here enough as we should, is that we should be in awe of him. That who God is should provoke us to wonder. We should be overwhelmed by his greatness, by the depth of his knowledge. Where is the awe? Where is the wonder of who God is? Where is the worship? When we are seeking answers to whatever our questions may be and from whatever sphere or facet of life our questions originate from, we should look to the Creator and the giver of all life for our answers. We should go and have our thirsts quenched from the fountain of God's truth over and over and over again. Because in reality, the quest for us to have our questions answered isn't simply about knowing more. It's about understanding ourselves, understanding our place in this world, understanding God's perspective so that ultimately we would live and walk and speak and respond in a manner that's pleasing to him, that, that, that much would be made of God through our lives, how we live in this world. 
seeking to answer questions and to create a safe forum wherein people can ask their questions and we can diligently and, and graciously seek to, to find answers and attempt to, to, to answer questions uh, as we look to God's word. It's not about trying to be the, the know-it-all or the brainiac or just have people look at you, man. This is about us forming and developing community but not just any community, a community of people who live in the fear of the Lord, a community of people who live in awe and wonder of who God is. And I want you to think about that for a moment. When was the last time you were overwhelmed by God's greatness? When was the last time Your imagination was stirred as you pondered the greatness of God. When was the last time your creativity was provoked as you dwelt upon the creator of heaven and earth? God is the ultimate reality and God is the source of all truth. This is about our patterns of thought. This is about our thinking and and, and our postures being aligned with the truth of his word. This is about us walking in humility and brokenness and contrition. This is about us being moldable malleable, if you will, in the hands of God. We're all students. We're all learning. We're all on this journey. And speaking particularly of the people of God, we're all on the journey of being conformed to the image of Christ. And so there's definitely room for everyone to grow. But if I was going to encourage you to do anything, if, if there was one thought that I could leave you with from this brief time that we get to have together, is that our hearts would cry out for the Lord to do a work in us through his spirit and through his word, that we would be in awe of who he is, that there would be a healthy, vibrant reverence as to how we live and walk before him, that when we're seeking the answers to our questions, maybe a deeper cry, Maybe it's a cry that only he can hear, right? The cry of our souls. So what we're really asking is, Lord, I want to know your ways. Lord, I want to live in a manner that is pleasing to you. Lord, I want to walk uprightly before you. And that is what seeking answers to our questions should be about. It's about knowing him. Do we know him? Do we fear him? Is there reverence for him in the way that we live publicly, privately, 
Does the thought of God provoke you to awe and wonder? Does it provoke worship? And so I pray that as we begin to answer specific questions, as we begin to address certain issues from God's word, that we wouldn't just want to take answers or maybe find the response that we're looking for so that we could be more equipped to beat somebody down in an argument. And don't get me wrong, I think that we should definitely match principle for principle in a gracious, bold, and truthful way. But first and foremost, let there be a desire within us to know him more, (laughs) to know his ways, and to live and respond in a manner that is pleasing to him. It may be, and it has been definitely for me personally, where we seek, where I've sought answers to my questions and I didn't like the answer that I got. <laughs> and, um, and the answer was right. The answer was truthful. It was rooted in God's word, but it was very uncomfortable to my flesh. And so there had to be and still has to be repentance and constant submission to the Lordship of Christ. So that above all things, he would be pleased and he would be glorified. Oh God, may you be pleased and may you be glorified. And so as we seek to answer questions, we unapologetically are going to go to the word of God. And later on, we're going to talk about specifically what the Bible is. We're going to go and see what is the testimony of Scripture concerning itself. And that's going to be really good, and I pray that it's really encouraging. But it's very important at the very beginning that we start here. We start with Him. We start with the one true living God who reigns supreme over all things. There is no one like Him. He is perfect, He is holy, and He is just. And as Paul said in Romans 11, all things were created for Him, through Him, and to him. So until next time, may we all continue to grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This episode is brought to you in part by the Beyond Ordinary Women Ministries podcast. Do you want to grow in your influence? Bow's episodes feature tips for leaders of any kind, from mentoring one woman to leading a ministry. Browse Bow's podcast at beyondordinarywomen.org.